Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Forward Curve. Hello and welcome to The Forward Curve, the weekly podcast covering the commodity markets and the global economy, brought to you by Gold Street Advisors, the independent research and advisory firm. Today, we'll take a look at the recent attempts to squeeze the silver market. I'm Christian Klavodecher, and joining me will be our chief analyst, Robin Barr. Well, it has been an interesting week in the silver market, Robin. Go ahead and explain the situation for us. Thanks, Christian. It's something special when BBC News in Britain and mainstream news outlets in America are talking about silver. Silver prices hit an eight-year high after calls to buy the metal on social media sparked a trading frenzy. It comes a week after amateur investors piled into shares in the video games retailer GameStop, causing them to jump 700%. Now the battle appears to have moved on to silver, a far bigger market. On Monday, silver rose by as much as 11% to $30 per ounce, while shares in some mining firms were up as much as 60%. The Wall Street bets followers swapping tips on Reddit are thought to be behind the trend as they seek to drive prices up. However, some users of the site dispute this, alleging the silver squeeze is secretly being coordinated by big Wall Street firms. Right. So it has been an absolutely remarkable couple of weeks in the market uh, with all these events. And it's worth pointing out that as of today, silver prices are back down to where they were before the spike. But this isn't the first time we've seen an attempted squeeze in silver, is it? No. uh, In fact, uh, we've had a a number of squeezes, the most recent one being the Hunt brothers. These were oil barons, William Herbert Hunt and Nelson Bunker Hunt, so known as the Hunt brothers, who in 1979-80 bought billions of dollars worth of silver in an attempt to corner the market. They were later sanctioned for market manipulation and went bankrupt after the silver price collapsed in an event dubbed Silver Thursday. Mm. So will history repeat itself? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So I will admit that when I heard that the Wall Street bets mob had set their sights on silver, I thought these folks are making a grave error and thinking that commodity markets behave like stock markets do. Indeed. Amateur investors will find it much harder to influence the price of silver than they did with GameStop shares. For one thing, the total value of silver being traded is about $1.4 to $1.6 trillion, which is a thousand times the total value of GameStop's share capital before it became the target of speculation. Furthermore, a large proportion of the silver market also exists off exchange, meaning it can't be bought and sold as easily online, where banks trade on behalf of clients. In addition, there are ample stocks of silver in warehouses on the CME Group's futures exchange available for delivery if those short silver close their positions. So anyone trading silver should know that it's called a devil's metal for a reason. And this is because volatility can be swift and violent, as is the case in quite a few of the commodity markets. Right. And there's also the small issue of all that silver sitting in bank vaults around the world. Right. Uh, One needs to understand that commodities like silver are vastly different than things like GameStop shares or the stock market in general. Wall Street bet cheerleaders seem to imagine 
that because some institutions are betting against silver in the futures market, they must be short. However, they are just as likely to have matching long positions in the underlying physical metal. Derivatives, as we've talked about uh, in the past, after all can be used for hedging as well as naked speculation. In other words, lenders used futures contracts to hedge their physical holdings of silver, meaning they were not speculating on the price falling. There is likely a misperception here, a misunderstanding, that banks are constantly running net short positions. But from a price perspective, they are neutral. They have a long position and they have a short position that cancels each other out. Somewhat ironically, bullion banks such as HSBC, JP Morgan, did not have speculative naked short positions in silver. And if anything, would make money by selling silver to exchange traded funds and helping miners hedge exposure with the rally caused by Wall Street bets buying. Data on positions by speculators, so-called non-commercial traders, in the US and China suggests that in aggregate, investors are in fact long of silver, meaning they were betting on prices rising. So it looks as if silver was the wrong commodity to pick on. Maybe they should have picked on something else. But that's the um, essential difference between equity markets and commodities. The facts surrounding the recent market squeezes that have taken place in the stock market and in silver have been rather obscured in a fog of populist fervor. Hopefully, in time, the desire of the public and the media to assign good guys and bad guys to these situations will fade, and the perception of the markets as places that allow for the allocation of resources to their highest valued uses will return. I want to thank Robin for joining me today, and of course, I want to thank you for joining us. Please be sure to subscribe to The Forward Curve on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Christian Clavidecher, and on behalf of the Gold Street Advisors team, I thank you for listening. And remember, always keep an eye and ear on The Forward Curve.